I say this a little tongue-in-cheek, but one of the greatest acts of bravery I've ever witnessed happened a couple of years ago. Some skunks had moved into the crawl space under our house. We became aware of it because they apparently got into a fight and sprayed each other, which created an unbearable smell throughout our home. But when the pest control guy arrived and got to work, I was in awe of the fearlessness he exhibited as he suited up to go under the house directly into the teeth of that stinky situation. That took courage. But all kidding aside, it takes far more courage to be willing to open the crypt in our souls where unbelief has buried the decaying remains of our broken dreams. We spiritually recoil from the risk of exposing the foul aroma emanating from the moldering mess of our disappointment, anger, and heartache. But the Lord must take us there if we're ever going to experience a revival of hope. And that's the lesson of John 11 verses 38 to 40, which set up the climax for the account of the resurrection of Lazarus. On the way to this miraculous moment, Jesus had repeatedly made it clear that death would not be the end of the story. He'd said this episode would instead result in a display of the glory of God. But those involved just couldn't seem to believe there could be anything beyond the physical reality of Lazarus's passing. So as the Lord approached the cave where his friend's lifeless body had been entombed, he was deeply moved, not only with emotional empathy for their grief, but also with sorrow over their lack of faith. When he asked that the stone covering the grave's entrance be moved, Martha resisted, cautioning him that the stench from the decaying body would be overwhelming. But I think, based on the Lord's reply, that her response revealed more than a practical consideration. It exposed how far she'd allowed herself to travel down the road of unbelief. Her earlier conversation with Jesus had awakened a fresh confidence in who he is, but unbelief buries hope, and much of hers was in the grave along with her brother's body. She was grieving her way through to a future without him, and it seems that she'd already become so invested in her new reality, she just couldn't imagine there was any alternative. I mean, dead bodies stay dead and rot. End of story. But as he always does, Jesus was challenging earthbound assumptions and illuminating a heavenly perspective. With a statement in the form of a question, he called her to believe what he'd said over what she thought she knew. He, by asking that the tomb be opened, he was also asking her to be willing to reopen the story to a different ending. He was inviting her to trust the power and faithfulness of his word more than the limitations of her own understanding. Jesus has an annoying habit of confronting our doubts. His loving heart just refuses to abandon us to that confining state which so vastly limits our experience of his glory. Do you have a hope rotting in a tomb dug by unbelief? If so, don't be surprised when Jesus asks you to move the stone that covers that grave. We must brave the putrid scent of our faithlessness and expose the decomposing corpse of our unfulfilled hopes if we're going to witness the unimaginable wonder of His power to restore what we thought was lost. He's really good at resurrecting broken dreams, and you can confidently bring yours to Him right now.